At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting you ready for the day in sports betting this is point spread sunday on vsan the sports betting network Holden Kushner hanging out with you on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. So it was an interesting night last night. It was a lot of fun last night, unless you are a Titans fan or a Packers fan today. But wonderful to see everybody. Holden Kushner, I host the Denver City Cast. It's uh, backed here by VSIN. It's presented by Bet Rivers. And I go through Denver and Colorado sports, college hoops, besides for the Broncos, college hoops, baseball. We'll get some hockey in there as well talk some national news and uh, it's great to be back on here for the second straight weekend. Lots to talk about. Going to recap last night's game off the top, uh, both those games. And then we got two more spectacular games, which I think should offer us a little bit more offense than we had yesterday. Two teams, uh, two games really going to the under, but looking back at yesterday, I'm going to go in chronological order because there's so much to talk about the Packers too, but Bengals at the Titans, you know, and Joe Burrow said it best after this game, after the Bengals upset, when he goes, uh, we're not the underdogs. We do not want to be talking about us being underdogs that we belong. I love this kid. How do you not love this kid? And if you're in the AFC and you don't have a quarterback, like an elite quarterback, think of the guys you got to deal with now. Burrow going forward. I'm completely sold on the kid. How can you not be? You've got uh, Herbert, another really young guy. Lamar Jackson, who nobody wants to talk about being a great quarterback anymore because he got hurt toward the end of the season. He's spectacular. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, the guys we're going to see tonight. Man, there's a lot of good potentially great quarterbacks in the AFC right now. And uh, the Titans, it just hit him yesterday. They don't have a great quarterback. They have Ryan Tannehill and Ryan Tannehill was just about as bad as you are going to see. So again, game goes under for anybody back in the Titans, <clears throat> me, um, that didn't go well either. Minus three and a half. Now I did recoup that betting the under in game, but Anybody that was back of the Titans yesterday, it just didn't work out. Um, and I think there's a few reasons for that. Okay. You had, first of all, Derek Henry coming back and he, he lost his explosiveness. He had a nine yard run. Usually when you, we see Derek Henry and if any of you had his over rushing props, like you had to know it was dead probably by around mid third quarter because they just weren't running effectively. You saw Foreman come in and that to me is what really kind of sunk them. Um, that was the first thing. The second thing, well, maybe the first thing is Tannehill, then Derrick Henry, but uh, Tannehill was just horrible. Three interceptions. You're not going to get away with that. 
and still win uh, more often than not. Uh, the fascinating thing about this is Joe Burrow was sacked nine times, nine times. Voodoo economics. All right. If you grew up in Chicago or ever watched um, first, you know what I'm talking about. But my goodness, Joe Burrow, he gets sacked nine times. He gets back up. He throws for 348 yards, didn't throw a touchdown, did throw an interception. But boy, he got sacked at least one time on each of the first three drives and five times on the first five drives. And you're just saying to yourself, how is this guy going to survive this game? Joe Burrow is just getting absolutely destroyed. Well, here we go. Now you've got the Bengals on the road. We'll talk about the, the futures lines, but going up against the Chiefs and the Bills, they're going to be dogs. They're going to be big dogs, and they should be. They should be, but there's just so many things that are working for them right now, and they're finally good, and they're finally getting fans back in the stands. And Jamar Chase said that after the game, too. He's like, listen, it's nice to see fans back here. Why are they back here? Because we're winning. We're finally winning. Well, 30 years of a garbage product. I don't blame the Cincinnati fans for checking out. Somehow, some way, a whole bunch of guys at my site live in the Cincinnati area. They're all excited about this. Anyway, speaking of Jamar Chase, first rookie going back-to-back 100-yard receiving games at the playoffs. He's got 100-plus yards in four of his last five, but it's going to be a different defense that they're going to face next. Yes, the Titans with a very solid defense. I think the Bills, if they get past the Chiefs, I, that's the team. I mean, both teams, right? Kansas City and Buffalo, both teams extraordinarily good. But I think Buffalo's on a different level defensively. Nonetheless, uh, the rookie, Evan McPherson, 52-yard field goal. Hold on. Let me find the quote. All right. So here's Burrow after the game. McPherson gave a little warm-up swing. And this is for the walk-off field goal winner. McPherson gave a little warm-up swing. And he said, ah, looks like we're going to the AFC championship game. Like it was bizarro world. If you look at what the Bengals did and then you flip it around and you look at what the Packers did. So let's get into this Niners Packers game. There's so much going on there. They're going to say special teams. They're going to say this. They're going to say that before I say anything. I wake up this morning to a text and it's my buddy. And he goes, holy moly. The Niners won that game. I says, yeah, what happened to you? He goes, I fell asleep at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I said, okay, I get it. You're on the East Coast. You've been doing a lot. That's fine. But, man, you missed a hell of a game. You missed a punt block, return for a touchdown. You missed Aaron Rodgers not being able to get the job done. I mean, just a complete special teams debacle. It was just a horrible game all around. Offensively for the Packers, special teams, the only, the only unit that showed up was their defense. Uh, but anyways, my buddy passed out and it got me thinking, I, you know what? I was doing a sports talk show out of the, out of Las Vegas, out of a sports book there back in 2000, it was the Rams and the Titans. And we were actually on site at the Super Bowl, not in the stadium at the time. We were just outside of the stadium at a bar. And I'll never forget this former NFL player. Not going to tell you who it was third quarter dudes stone cold passed out. Like one of the most boring Super Bowls ever in the history of the world. People say, oh, it's a great Super Bowl. No, uh, that's just because Dyson got tackled inside the five or at the one yard line as time expired. The rest of the game was garbage. So listen, I know guys that have fallen asleep, ladies that have fallen asleep. The only game that I've fallen asleep that I said, how did that happen? 88 World Series, Gibson walk-off home run. Yeah, I'm probably older than you. Maybe I'm not, but it's tough falling asleep when you wake up in the morning. The game is completely changed. 
nothing happened that you thought was going to happen. So, first of all, a lot of people didn't like the Niners on the road. Both dogs won on the road yesterday. The Bengals, number one. The Niners, number two. Uh, it was a gorgeous atmosphere. We get snow there in the second half. You've got Lambeau Field in January. It's freezing cold. Jimmy Garoppolo is having another horrendous game. And somehow, some way, the Packers gave it away. And the Niners made plays on special teams when they needed to. They blocked the field goal. They blocked the punt. It's just like the Niners had no shot of winning that game if they're relying on their offense. They couldn't run the ball. Outside of Debo Samuel, there was no offense to be had really in this game. I mean, Devontae was the only receiver targeted for most of the game for the Packers. Odd. It was just an odd game plan all the way around from LaFleur and the rest of the Packers. So we had that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, listen, this could be it for the for the Packers. And he said he's going to take some time. He doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. The problem with the Packers is they got some cap issues. And you know what? I'll go back to the Titans. For the Titans fans that think they're done with Ryan Tannehill, I hate to pile on you because yesterday was a tough loss, but he's making too much money and there's going to be too much dead cap space. He's going to be the starter in Tennessee for the next two years. Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. Uh, All I know is that the Packers fans last night were complaining that they only have two Super Bowl championships in 30 years with Favre and Rodgers. Two championships is a lot. Uh, There's one guy with like 30 rings, Tom Brady over that amount of time. Uh, Packers fans are spoiled. I get it. That was rough. You can't lose that game last night. Uh, Not with Aaron Rodgers, but that could be the end of the era. Uh, Next to the Niners side of things. The Niners cannot win at all. If Jimmy Garoppolo continues to perform like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be performing, got him to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. We know that. But every game, it's it's turnovers. It's turn another interception. He's throwing uh, lame ducks out into the flat where I thought he was going to get intercepted <laughs> multiple times. Even Aikman's on there going, how is he getting away with some of these passes? So Garoppolo's got to clean it up. The shoulder and the wrist. I mean, there's no doubt. You, you can rip Jimmy G all you want to. Dude's tough. And his shoulder's bothering him. His wrist is bothering him. At this point, you don't want to blame injuries for anything. And, and if he's not their starting quarterback, they're dead ducks anyways. But boy, um, they must have Debo Samuel healthy because he is their offense. Defensively, they're playing at another level. And I talked about this last week with them. Their front seven has come on so strong. But here we go. Another game that goes to the under. And I went way under 23 points in this game. Another game that goes to the under. And if you hit the money line on the Niners, you were feeling pretty good. The total here was 47. And this was another game I bet live. I think it was really, it's really, um, it's more of a feel bet when you're betting live, unless you go in with a game plan. But both those games yesterday was like, oh, the offenses are having a hard time moving the balls. They were underplays. They were both underplays. Now, it's easy to say that in hindsight because you win, but today could be a lot different. I think yesterday, the lower scoring games today, especially the Bills and the Chiefs, my goodness, that thing could get out of hand. I'm, I'm hoping for a lot of points in that one. And I got the Bills team total over. We'll get into my bets a little bit later on. And then Tom Brady. I mean, we got Brady going today, right? Uh, Rams at the Bucks. That could be a higher scoring game as well. 
So that's the recap from yesterday. I'll just leave you with one thing, Packers fans, and I feel bad for you, but the Packers special teams, here's what Matt LaFleur had to say afterwards. He goes, well, I just hope our special teams doesn't screw it up. Actually, he said that earlier in the week to Buck and Aikman. They only had 10 men on the field for that, that field goal. I mean, what an absolute disaster uh, that was for the Packers. But we're going to come back. We'll talk about today's game, and we're going to start with the Rams visiting the Bucks. Matt Stafford, error-free football. If he could do that again for another week, I think the Rams could be in for another road dog winning the game. Then again, it's Tom Brady, and he always seems to be in one of the two conferences championship games. Okay, we'll come back, preview the NFC side. My name's Holden Kushner. This is Point Spread Sunday on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. First Bets wants to get you in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000. Receive 10 bucks instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit beeson.com slash horses for details. Again, first bet is the bonus code Vegas1000. All right, Holden Kushner hanging out with you on this Sunday morning. So we're going to get into the NFC side of things here today. We'll start with our preview action uh, with that. And again, Holden Kushner, Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. It's a VEASAN podcast. We do our uh, local Colorado teams, Denver teams. If you're ever thinking about uh, betting on any teams that are playing in Colorado, or maybe some big sky basketball, because that's one of my, my weird things that I bet on, because the books just don't handicap it well. They don't handicap small-time college basketball well. So anyways, if you're into that, if you're betting on the Nuggets, the Broncos, the Rockies, the Avalanche, any of the college teams out here, check it out. Uh, or if you just l- love my my beautiful personality, uh, by all means, you can come hang out with me as well. All right, let's get into uh, this one here with the Rams and the Bucks. And when I'm previewing this game, the first thing you got to start with is the injuries. And all pro right tackle. Now, listen, Brady had two big offensive line injuries last week. The biggest one was Tristan Wirfs because he has that ankle sprain. And even if he plays, I mean, he was in a walking boot. He messed himself up against the Eagles. Even if he plays, 
I think that's going to be some trouble uh, because Aaron Donald's sitting there. It's a pretty nice pass rush with the Rams. And if Brady is under siege all day, there's very few quarterbacks that are great against the blitz. We will get to one that's okay against the blitz. Burrow's one of them. There's another one in the NFC we're going to talk about. But, I mean, Brady's like a lot of other quarterbacks. He's great when he's given time. When he's not, it's tough. It's tough. Here's the other thing, the other big injuries in this one is going to be Leonard Fournette. Uh, playoff Lenny, we call him the guy. All the guy does is go off in the playoffs <laughs> last year. He in the defense were really, to me, the key to winning the Super Bowl. So uh, how well is he going to perform? He was taken off of IR yesterday. Uh, the more guys I talk to and there's pro football doc, there's other guys that have covered the league and are injury experts. Pro football doc was the uh, chargers team total. Great follow there on Twitter, but Even he says, listen, lower body injury, hamstring. I had bet all the unders on Leonard Fournette props last week. Unfortunately, he didn't play. I don't see uh, any numbers out there uh, right now with Fournette, but I'm telling you, if they're up where they normally are, I'm probably going to be hitting this thing under today because I still don't feel like with a hamstring, lower body, soft tissue injury. No, 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 no. That's not what I want to hear about my running back. Um, wide receivers, running backs, lower body. We don't want it. Upper body. You can deal with, I mean, a broken hand. Okay. You'd like to see the guy hold on to the ball more, but a hamstring little concern there. Um, last week, Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre, Paul Levante, David, all returning from injury. So that was great for the bucks. They got their defense going, uh, for the, for the Rams. We also have, uh, Andrew Whitworth banging up his knee. We'll see if Uh, that bothers him, but Brady was sacked four times last week. Now you got Ryan Jensen, the center who's messed up. Werfs might miss the game and they got to deal with Aaron Donald. So here's some other notes. And and basically what I do here, and I'm not a big stat guy, stat reader guy. I mean, stats go into everything here, but I'm not going to just sit here and read this, 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 or this with the stats. No, but these are the notes that I actually keep myself. And then I extrapolate whatever data You know, I I take from whatever that is and apply that to my bet. So here's some things that are standing out to me. The Rams uh, expected points added. I'll go back into this real quick. That is EPA and it's how a team performs relative to expectations. So if a drive is at the 50 yard line, you've got the expected points about two and a half points. Um, If the if the drive ends with a field goal, then the EPA of that drive would be found by subtracting expect. Listen, it's 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 a very accurate stat that I don't want to get too deep into because I'm confusing myself now. So if I'm confused, maybe you are anyways, number one, EPA offensively, the LA Rams defensively, they have been on an absolute tear. My goodness. Um, defensively second in total pressures, fourth in pressure percentage and sacks from week 14 through 18. Um, and then You know, you go look at a big matchup today. Jalen Ramsey, is he going up against Mike Evans? I know a lot of people are kind of saying, oh, wow, we don't want to, we don't want to bet these overs on any Mike Evans props. Well, don't forget that Ramsey was not like shadowing anybody. We had back in week three. Okay. Uh, Evans over the last two years, as a matter of fact, eight of 10 passes, 101 yards when not covered by Jalen Ramsey. I don't think Ramsey shadows him today. Um, is it possible? I mean, because it is a skeleton crew offensively in the passing game. They got Gronk, 
They got Evans. We'll see if Ty Johnson or Cameron Braid or OJ Howard, or one of these secondary, Scotty Miller, one of these secondary players plays. But I don't think Ramsey travels. And since I don't think that, maybe we look at the the Mike Evans props a little bit later on. Okay, more things to discuss with this game. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is interesting because he can't turn the ball over. He was great in that win against the Cardinals, right? But he threw eight picks in the previous four regular season games. Think about that. So down the stretch of the season, he was not good uh, as far as keeping the ball. If that happens today, that's big trouble. And you know what? We didn't put this on the sheet. I think he's throwing a pick today. My buddy JJ from Run Pure Bets thinks he's, he's throwing a pick today. You can get that at minus 135 at BetMGM. I do think this is a day where Stafford's probably going to throw a pick. Uh, and here's why. Let me lay this out for you. First of all, Tampa Bay's defense, very good against the run. So I'm not going to bet against Cam Akers today, but I'm not going to bet on Cam Akers today. Because I think what's going to happen, and I wouldn't blame the Bucs for this, hey, let's get Matt Stafford throwing the ball, you know, 35, 40 times. That would be wonderful. Now, now, uh, the Bucs would have to, they do have to deal with Cooper Cup and an emerging Odell Beckham, which again, I have another bet. But uh, that's a good bet for me, this, this Stafford. Just one interception. Look, the blitz. Let's talk about the blitz for a second, because this is going to be big next gen stats. Um, 55% of Stafford's attempts last week were to open or wide open receivers. What does that mean? Just think about a receiver that's open and that's what it was. Um, so this week, I don't think we see 55% of Stafford's attempts going to open or wide open receivers. So that's the type of data that I'm using to say, okay, an interception for Stafford. Yeah. I'm not going to go with two interceptions for Stafford. I'm feeling pretty good. He's going to turn the ball over though, through the air. Um, let's see though, because the Tampa Bay blitz rate, hmm, 27%. That's the most in the NFL. How does Matt Stafford do against the blitz? Well, let's see week three against the Tampa Bay blitz seven to nine, 81 yards. Remember I was talking about EPA earlier, five plus 5.9. That's extraordinary. That's extraordinary. And Stafford against that blitz was really good. They blitzed Tampa Bay blitz Stafford on 26% of his dropbacks in week three. Do they do that again? Or do they sit back? It's a good question. Not sure what they're going to do. Then and I'm sure that the, uh, the Rams are not sure what they're going to do, but the bucks defense gave up 331 passing yards, four touchdowns to Stafford in week three. That was without Vaughn Miller. Boy, Every year, it just seems like whether he's in the AFC or the NFC, Tom Brady's going to be in a conference championship game. I think it's like 10 years now. It isn't about a decade, 10 or 11 years. He's in a conference championship game. So the Rams have that working against them. The Rams are on the road. They have that working against them. My issue today, I think that the injuries to the offensive line, the injury to Leonard Fournette, the injuries at wide receiver, I think that's going to really uh, take a nice little chunk out of Tom Brady's productivity. Now, Brady's probably going to throw the ball 40 times today. If he's under pressure, that's not going to be good for him. Um, 
ultimately, I kind of see the Rams coming in here today after what I saw from them defensively down the stretch. And what I saw from them defensively last week, I'm doing it. I, I, I see three road dogs in the first three divisional round games winning their games. So a lot going in there. One more thing to take note of. I don't know if anyone tracks referees, but it's Sean Hockey League. Remember Ed Hockey League with the big gigantic biceps. Uh, Sean's regular season crew, third most flags, 15.5 per game. Is that going to give an advantage to either team? I think we got to watch out and see how that Tampa Bay offensive line is going to handle the Rams pass rush. That could be some issues there. Uh, for uh, Tampa Bay and their offense as well. Eric Edholt from Yahoo Sports joins me next. Going to break down both NFL playoff games. My name's Holden Kushner. Thanks for hanging out with me here on Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides VEASAN Plus all access to everything we do from now to April 5th at $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides, plus... Full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out. One of our best deals of the year is at VEASAN.com backslash big deal to sign up today. I hold it, Kushner, hanging out with you uh, for another hour and a half. Again, uh, host of VEASAN's Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. All I do on that podcast, well, not only, but most of the time, just talk about betting on the Colorado teams. You're interested in betting a Denver team or any Colorado sports teams? Check the podcast out. If you love me, check the podcast out. If you don't like me, still check the podcast out. I don't care. Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Eric Edholm from Yahoo is joining me right now here on Point Spread Sunday. Eric Holden Kushner, thank you very much for the time. Good morning, and how are you doing today after a couple of great games morning, on Saturday? Pretty early, for, pretty early for you out there. Yeah, it was some night last night. What a, what a day of football. Unexpected and uh, tight and everything you could expect, uh, everything you could hope for, I mean. Yeah, I was so wired. I guess I'll have to tell this story later in depth, but I was so wired last night after the Packers game. I couldn't sleep, so I binged Ozark. So I got about two hours of sleep. I'm not feeling great today, but you know what? This is a wonderful day because this is the best weekend. This is the best weekend of the NFL calendar, one of the best out there. We got March Madness coming up too. But I want to start with yeah. something I saw on your Twitter feed. This is terrific, Eric. Uh, whoever Lester Whitfong is, Fox Milwaukee reporter live at Lambeau said he spoke with several Packers fans. They were leaving. At least 70% of them said they didn't want Aaron Rodgers back. I think you and I are both big fans of the exit polls, aren't we? What do they talk to five guys? And then three of them said they didn't want back. I know it's 60%, but come on, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did. I used to cover news back in the day briefly, not, not, not too long, but you know, a couple of election cycles and things like that. And yeah. I mean, believe me, I've tried to do this. So you, know, you you talk to maybe eleven people if you're really if you're really good at what you do and have have some uh, some efficiency, right? Um, but I think people are hurt up there. I really, I mean, I'm I'm only about two hundred miles from Green Bay, and I can tell you, 
you know, the, the sense was that this was the year. This was the sense. This was the season. Things were all lined up. Aaron came back. We, we put all the feelings aside, right? We had the little vaccine thing, whatever. Uh, you know, and there were healthy bodies. Uh, Darius Smith returned last night. They were thinking there was a chance Bakhtiari could play. You know, and that didn't happen, and they were having trouble blocking up front. You know, after that first drive, you could see things weren't going according to script, and Rodgers was not having one of his vintage days. But it's still, uh, you know, it, it took a couple of fluky plays for that win to happen for the Niners. I mean, it really didn't go you know, according to a normal script at all. But, yeah, what a, what a tense, fraught victory for, uh, for San Francisco. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was. It was terrific. And then on the other side, Burrow and Evan McPherson, that Bengals team saying they're a team of destiny. Didn't shock me that they won yesterday. Um, I think the yeah. next game is going to be tough for them. That's the next one. Cause now you're, you're not talking about the Raiders and the Titans. You're talking about two teams with high octane offenses. What do you think about the future of the Bengals before we get into today's games? Yeah, I think the two best teams in the AFC are playing today. I mean, that's just my gut feeling right now. I mean, you know, it's so hard to stack them up. And, you know, I mean, the Titans beat both of them. But still, I mean, it just, you know, there's definitely a, a, a case to be made for, for the Bills and the, and the Chiefs being the two toughest teams to sort of deal with, right? Um, and, you know, that Bengals defense is going to have to slow down one explosive quarterback who can, you know, use their arm, use their legs throw to all ports of the field. You got to defend a lot of grass. You know, they're already banged up a little bit defensively, although they had a really terrific performance overall, you know, all things considered, I think you'd say the Bengals, he played pretty tremendously yesterday. And then the protection of Burrow is obviously priority. Number one, more likely for the off season, because I don't know how much they can do. You know, the bills have depth defensively and they have a good, pretty deep defensive line. Chiefs, I think, can boast the same thing. They may have a few more true impact players up front, but but what a run. We haven't seen the Bengals in the AFC Championship game since uh, the 1988 season. I think it was January of 89. So, yeah, just a, a pretty incredible run here. But I And I frankly doubted them in, in yesterday's game. I just didn't know that they'd be able to handle the power run game for four quarters. Yeah, I think most of that, to, to tell you the truth, Derrick Henry just didn't look explosive, but Let's get to yep. tonight's game then. You said this is the big one, AFC, and uh, I'm with you. Some would say it's the AFC championship game. I think if you watch enough football, n- nothing, nothing is decided before uh, at the end of any game. I got the, I'm sitting on the Bills team total over 26 and a half and Mahomes over 20 and a half rushing yards. Uh, Want to get your thoughts, first of all, on the Bills offense going up against the Chiefs defense, which has sent some mixed signals. They've had some great outings since they got past, what was it, the first seven games. They also gave up a lot of yards recently, especially against the Bengals. And then you got Josh yeah. Allen on fire right now. What do you think of the Bills offense heading into tonight? Yeah, I mean, the Bills offense, I mean, everything obviously runs through 17. And, and you know, it, the beauty is that. It felt like last year they were a little bit more Diggs reliant. You know, I mean, Stephon Diggs was sort of getting his, was having his Cooper Cup season, right? Where, you know, everything was funneled through him. And then you, uh, you know, you might get some throws elsewhere and things like that. But now Dawson Knox has, has become a, a reliable option. And now, you know, Devin Singletary can, can run, have a nice day running the football against the Patriots. And, you know, we know what Beasley can do. Isaiah McKenzie has been a, you know, kind of a secret weapon in the last month or so. 
um, you know, Gabriel Davis is a really nice option for them to go to. So they're able to spread the ball around enough, well enough, I think, to to, to stress Kansas City secondary a little bit. You know, they've they've been like a guy short all season back there, various little injuries and different you know setbacks and things. But they can get after it up front. I mean, you know, Frank Clark maybe he's on his last little run as the as with the Chiefs here, but. He still shows a little juice. Melvin Ingram's helped out. Chris Jones, we know how great he can be. Um, Willie Gay apparently will play after his incident out there. So, you know, fascinating to see if, if uh, you know, if, you know, he's focused after his little run-in with the law. But I'm sure, you know, his speed, Nick Bolt, and all those guys will will, will be a factor in the game. I, I do think though, Buffalo is while not going to have this kind of New England type performance, I think they're going to move the ball fairly consistently uh, once they get in a rhythm. You know, I can see the Chiefs having a stop or two early in the game, but for the most part, I think Buffalo is going to be able to move the ball up and down the field. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be there with you. So do you got any best bets from this one, whether it be the Bills, Chiefs, player props? Yeah, what do you think? kind of just sort of, sort of spying the numbers a little bit. I mean, okay. I can see that, you know, it's funny. I could see maybe the first half being a little closer to the under, you know, I mean, I could, I wouldn't be shocked if it's not a, I'll probably let eat these words, but like, you know, I could see it almost kind of unfolding like both games last night where, you know, maybe there's a first drive touchdown and things just kind of settle in a little bit, but at some point, look, I don't think we're getting a game in the teens, right? I mean, obviously I think we're going to expect somewhere North of uh, 24, 27 points for each team. I mean, that's kind of the, you know, what the expectation is for these, these teams. But I would probably say, let me think what a, what a, what a good, yeah, I, I would think probably, I mean, I'm taking the bills. I, I, I would think they're my action. And then the question becomes, do you, do you risk, you know, sort of overplaying your hand a little bit and thinking they can win by seven or 10 points or something like that. But yeah, I don't know how, how confident I am to go that way. I might take a little taste okay. or something like that. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Rams at Bucks, the early game. You see another road dog going into uh, Tom Brady's place and picking this one off. Or does Brady go back to the conference championship for the umpteenth time? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I thought the reaction that I saw on Twitter last night, I was, I was doing a little, uh, little lurking. I wasn't posting much, but I saw people saying, well, you know what this means now that Aaron Rodgers is lost, Tom Brady's going to another Super Bowl. It's like everybody's already taken the next step and assume that, well, Brady will have seen what happened last night in Green Bay, and he won't let that happen to him. And you know, let's not let's not forget this Rams team is pretty good. <laughs> you know, I mean, the firepower, the top six or seven guys on the Rams roster, I think stack up to pretty much anybody in the NFL. Maybe the Chiefs. You know, you'd argue maybe Tyreek Hill. And uh, Kelsey and Mahomes and Chris Jones and their top six, but boy, I, this is why they went out and got Stafford. This is why they went out and got Von Miller and um, you know drafted Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald and uh, obviously OBJ has kind of become their their weapon of choice now. And so with, with you know to sort of complement what what uh, Cup can do. I don't yep. know this hey, one. I don't have a great Eric. Deal. Real quick, it's gonna be a real quick. We're up against game. the break. Can I bring you back for just a couple yeah. of minutes? 
You got a second? Sure. Eric Edholm, Yahoo. Yep. I got to talk more to this guy. He knows his stuff. I love it. Absolutely terrific stuff. Point spread Sunday. I'm holding Kushner. Eric and I will talk about that AFC game. It's Visa, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare on vsan the sports betting network If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com backslash podcasts. Get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we got Hardwood Handicappers, the Barty Line, All the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. Peterson and I had a good talk this week. Uh, some college hoops there. They're all free. They're all available right now. VEASAN.com backslash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Holden Kushner hanging out with you here on Point Spread Sunday. Uh, I do the Denver City Cast presented by Ho- uh, Bet Rivers. So, VEASAN, Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Talk about betting all the Colorado teams, the Broncos, Avs, Nuggets, college hoops, everything there. Check it out if you get a minute. Eric Edholm was nice enough to hang out for a couple of minutes through the break. I know it's early out in Chicago, too, my friend. I mean, it's 745, so you're up early after the late night of games. But thank you for hanging out, first of all. I'm going to talk about the NBA MVP sure. here in just a few minutes. But l- let me get some final thoughts on this uh, NFC game today. Again, we got Brady. I mean, Would it shock you to see him back in the NFC championship game? Once again, it wouldn't for me. I'm concerned about these offensive line injuries against what I saw out of the Rams defense last week. Your thoughts there. Yeah, no, that's probably the biggest concern heading in. I mean, just uh, obviously we've seen reports that Jensen and worse have, uh, have practiced this week. I mean, at one point worse is in a walking boot after the game last week. And, you know, his replacement got, got beat up and beat, you know, I mean, there was, there's obviously concern about that. If there's a guy who can, you know, work around it and figure things out, it's Tom Brady, obviously his release is as quick as it comes. And, you know, he can diagnose very quickly. And, you know, I'm sure they've obviously had a week to prepare for this, this possibility. So, um, you know, they'll have a contingency plan in place and they'll have probably two different game plans, depending on who's available and who is it. And, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, Von Miller's been hot. And Aaron Donald, we know what he can do. He can wreck a defense or offensive game plan. So, you know, it, it really is going to be fascinating to see. I mean, the good news is Fournette is back. So they at least have kind of a counterpunch to that a little bit. But 
even with, you know, I mean, you assume it's going to be a weakened offensive line he's, he's working behind. I'm not feeling good about Fournette either. I mean, this is a guy that couldn't suit up right. last week. He's got a lower body injury, a hamstring. And by the way, I'm still looking for some props here. I'm betting him the under if I can find him. I think that's going to be a real problem today if Fournette can't be effective. I think we saw that yesterday with Derrick Henry where he wasn't explosive. Yeah. We might see that again with Fournette, Eric. Yeah, Dante Foreman was the better runner yesterday for the Titans, and I think it became kind of clear at some point. You know, you weren't going to go away from Henry in the short yardage situation, so they figured out what he could do, and I think that's probably what they'll do with the Rams will do. I mean, what the Bucks will do with Fournette. You know, maybe it's it's getting him out in space with some screens, give him a little head of steam or something like that, and you know, getting him more downhill, uh, getting a little more momentum built up. So. You're right. I mean, they'll have to they'll have to find out on the first couple series. Let's give him a couple touches to see how he looks, and then kind of base our game plan around that. And I'm sure the Rams did that with Akers a few weeks back. You know, like you know, let's just get him those warm up snaps. But sometimes it's not the injury itself when guys have been out for a little little extended period. It's the conditioning, right? It's just the their legs get kind of dead, right? And they don't have that same kind of juice and burst. So the injury can be a factor, but it's also, hey, they've been doing sort of a different type of cardio to get ready for this, you know, to, to rehab. Getting out there and having your legs underneath you is a totally different thing. Any leans for this one here? Any leans side, total, players? This is the game I have been, I mean, I don't know. This is the one that's given me the kind of trouble. I can see it being, you know, maybe closer to what we've seen the, the what we saw on Saturday. Maybe not the point of Palooza type of thing. I could see some, you know, low twenties or something like that. I have to, to think a little bit more about it, but I'm tempted by the Rams. I really am, just because of their star power, and I think they can go on the road and play well. But betting against Brady always gives me a bad feeling. I know. I think I'm on the Rams too. It's very uncomfortable. Eric Edholm, check him out at Eric underscore Edholm. Thank you so much for hopping on for a segment and a half here. I appreciate it. Enjoy the games today. All right. Get some sleep and then enjoy the games yourself. Thank you. Yeah, probably. I I don't want to have to nap during it. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate that. You know, that's the big thing for me right now. It, It was an interesting night last night. I'm all jacked up after watching that Packers Niners game. And things were going well for me. Tried to go to sleep. I'm like, come on, I got to get up at four. Let's go. Let's. Uh, I couldn't do it. So I decided to Ben Jozar, which is a great show. I mean, it's a great show, but hopefully I don't pass out in the middle of the, the Bucks game today. Okay, so that's the NFL portion of things. I did want to throw some NBA in here just real quick. Uh, we're going to talk a little college too, but you know what? We went long with the NBA stuff. I want to talk some NBA, uh, with the NFL stuff. So I want to talk about Nikola Jokic for a second because I have a, a stage here, a platform, a national platform, and I'm going to use this to back Nikola Jokic, okay? Uh, this past week after his third triple-double uh, in a row, 49 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists, three steals, great cross-court pass, so Aaron Gordon hits a big shot. Uh, we're talking NBA here, and it's my duty to let everybody out there know that Nikola Jokic is the best basketball player in the world, you're fine. You can laugh all you want. It's just factual. And he should win back-to-back MVPs, okay? This is, I mean, I've been waiting for this platform to give the big man a big boost. Well, now I really want it, too, because I got in there, what was it, plus 650? Wake up today. That was earlier in the week. They're starting to get a little steam here, especially the analytics guys. 
They like Nikola Jokic, what he's doing, because when he's on the floor, when he's on the floor, the Nuggets perform like the 96 Bulls. When he's off the floor, the Nuggets perform like the worst NBA team you have ever seen. Uh, this is just facts. These are advanced stats, and you use this. It's just absolutely amazing how great this guy is. He's got 67 career, make it 68 now. Now he's got four consecutive triple doubles. He's going for five straight, five straight triple doubles. Are you kidding me? He's on pace for the best PER per in NBA history, sitting at 32.2. I'm not going to get into the numbers. Just know that that PER is a very important stat here. Okay, he would pass Wilt Chamberlain for the best all time in that stat. Player efficient rating, uh, player efficiency rating is what that is. It's just it rates a player's per minute productivity. Okay, so. He's going to pass Wilt Chamberlain. He's having seasons, according to these advanced numbers, better than some of the best than the best seasons of LeBron and Michael Jordan. Am I saying he's Michael Jordan? Absolutely not. Is he the best and most unique player in the game right now? Absolutely. I mean, I have never seen anything like this before. It's it's he's not a very outwardly athletic guy. He doesn't jump when he dunks. It's amazing. But he has the best vision in the league. He is terrific. Uh, he's a terrific shooter. He's got leaps and bounds defensively. It, he just does everything for this team. And there's no other player in the National Basketball Association that does anything like it. And by the way, three players in NBA history, 49 plus points, 14 plus rebounds, 10 plus assists. You know, who did that. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Nikola Jokic um, and, and Abdul-Jabbar did it a couple of times. That's it. That's all you got. That's the list. So the Nuggets have outscored opponents by 45 points when Jokic is on the court. Uh, they, they've also outscored by 262 points, I should say, not 45. So the Nuggets have outscored opponents by 262 points when he's on the court. When he's off the court, they've been outscored by 212 points. Again, that's how important this guy is. And you want to say, oh, Joel Embiid, stay on the court, Embiid. Hey, I'm a Kansas grad. I love Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid needs to stay on the court. I don't trust that he can do that from here to the end of the season. That is a large chunk of time. Giannis, are they giving Giannis the MVP three out of four years? I just don't see it. I see massive value right now in Nikola Jokic for MVP. And I still think there's enough value there if you can get it at plus 500 or more. Uh, because I, the more this guy plays and the more national media attention this guy gets, it just makes sense. He is in the midst of one of the greatest seasons and really the greatest runs going back to last year. One of the greatest runs in NBA history. And I know there's a lot of you, Scott, um, Jokic, what did he just bring up? Jokic, Kareem, Michael Jordan and LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm into the advanced numbers and this guy just does everything. Well, everything. Well, he does everything great. And uh, that's, that's my NBA bet. Today, I don't really have a, a total or a side in any of these games. I focused primarily on the National Football League, but I did want to bring this up here because Jokic is on some type of tear. He's playing tons of minutes. They brought in Boogie Cousins to kind of alleviate that. If the Nuggets are going to get to the playoffs, this guy is going to be it. And if they had Porter and Murray in here and this team was doing what they were doing, I think it'd be a no-brainer. Plus 550 at MGM. You can find plus 500 elsewhere, but... That's it. Top of the hour. Coming back. Bills, Chiefs, the game du jour. I'll have that. Point spread Sunday. My name is Holden Kushner. Thanks for hanging out with me here. 
get you ready for the two NFL games. Don't forget to bet on Jokic. And this is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.